Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast, hosted by Makiba and Brittany, two former NFL cheerleaders discussing hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and revealing the truth behind the palms. Hi. Hi, Brittany. You, hit, you didn't hit record yet, did you? <laughs> I was trying to sneak it in there, like, hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> oh, you guys, happy freaking Tuesday. We're super excited today. This episode, did you hear what it's called? Brown skin girl. I mean, I saw that on the. <laughs> I just, I was hoping she picked that one. You guys, this is the brown skin girl episode. We are interviewing our beloved Candace Corell. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Cordell. Corell. It's Corell. Mm-hmm. 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 Candace Corell. We're just gonna go with Candace. She's like a one named. Woman. She is. Very much the Beyonce of the NFL. That's what I like to call her and think of her as. And of course, we had to pick a title that was a Beyonce song. So, brown skin girl it is. She's beautiful. She's powerful, dynamic, and she loves Beyonce. So, it's perfect. It is. It's perfect. She's actually our very first. Let's cheers to that. Cheers. She is our first, like, current dancer that we've ever interviewed. So that's, like, super exciting. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean, we love every single one of our guests. And obviously, when we first started out, we were trying to just talk to who we could get to talk to us. And a lot of that was just focused on alumni and who are doing amazing things. And that's always awesome to hear their stories. But... We know we, the perspective of Pro Cheerleaders because we've obviously done it. It's feeling like a long time away now, but it's great to get somebody who's currently on a team. So we're pumped to have Candace. How did we meet her? I mean, okay. like, let's like kind of back it up and talk back about up, how we even Twitter. met this girl. We, Twitter. Um, I was trying my hardest to get Twitter popping and was following as many, you know, individual accounts from different teams as I could. And... Candice, I've started following her, and I was just noticing how she has, like, it's not even about clapping back. She just interacts with her fans so well and clever and just kind of has, like, She's all the... She's genuine. Yeah. She's so unique, and I don't know. I love Candice, yeah. too. I'm obsessed. So we were, I think I was maybe liking her tweets or something, or I don't even remember. I think it might have even been around the time that a lot of people were posting pictures of, you know, the black women on their teams, and so we started our little love fest a little bit over Twitter, and then... We went to Orlando for Pro Bowl, and we saw her there. Right. Well, the first time I was introduced to her was just her reaction to being announced Pro Bowl. Oh, She's yeah. on Washington Redskins, and this girl literally, like, booked it across the field once they announced her and, like, again, just <laughs> had awesome. such a genuine reaction that, like, you could tell she did not even know she was going to be picked. And she talks oh, yeah. about that in the episode, so definitely best stick around story. to listen. But it's, like, the best story, and she, like, starts running. It's like when I got electrocuted by a, like... <laughs> electric fence <laughs> yeah just start running in another direction oh my but God. she starts booking it and then yeah we got to know her a little bit more when we covered and did our um what was it called when a we pro co- bowl episode yeah a pro bowl episode it was our simply the best episode simply the best hey you guys just for the record because we have a lot of new listeners so i think joined us maybe second or third season but go back and listen i mean oh god they might sound a little extra but <laughs> go back and listen to you know the older episodes because I think you'll you're missing some gems. But we did the simply the best episode, and we went through all the Pro Bowl cheerleaders and their bios. And obviously, Candace, she's a software engineer, and does you know amazing work in DC. And so her bio stuck out, and we kind of split up 
who had who for right. teams for the episode. And you totally had her, right? I did. She yep. was my she was the last one and we were kinda of going through the bios and certain people stuck out, but I was like, I like this girl. I like this girl a lot. And, and then, yeah, we totally went to Florida. We went to Orlando yeah. and watched them perform. And, again, she, like, recognized us. That felt great. It did. Because we felt like a weirdo. We, we felt like creepers. weirdos. You know, like, did we're we not. Did we talk about that when we came back from it? I don't know it? if we did. But we, we really felt awkward. Like, hi. You know, we all know as, like, pro cheerleaders, like, having super fans and people kind of being weird. And so yeah. we didn't want to be one of those people. We wanted people we wanted people <laughs> to realize that like we're on their team and we've been there and like, like cheerleaders for them because we yeah. knew them already like after doing that episode we had just started too true that was I our mean, second season oh right. my god that was the start of our second season you guys but yeah after that that episode we felt like we knew the girls i mean we knew their bios their background so we're like total Candace. fangirling yeah but she recognized us and made us feel welcome and it was really really cool to watch her perform like she was just killing it. She was. She's got that standout She's my star favorite. Factor. She's got the it factor. And then we watched their final showcase, too. Yes. So we saw enough. her there, and she was a um, captain. Mm-hmm. That was yes. kind of interesting, though. Did we talk about that? What's that? Like, they almost, like, picked their captains. Was it a given they were going to make the team? Um, Good question. We should have asked her that. Yeah, we <laughs> should have. Wow. But I think they do have, like, some leadership roles established early on, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they definitely had a presence in that showcase, yeah. so they must know. Yeah, they must, they must know. know. But it was awesome. You guys, because we do have a current cheerleader for this episode, we are trying to be buttoned up with our little oh, pinkies true. up with no swearing for cheer chat. Because it's been approved so far, but we could mess it up. <laughs> Right now or later, right? So we got to, like, be trying to get... We do not want to do that. No, we're going to behave. But yes. Okay. Well, now we got to talk about what we did this weekend, and that's not, like... We'll keep it appropriate. Yes, we will. So our dear girl, Lindsay, who is on our Where Are You Now episode, had this wonderful idea, I think a year ago, right? I think she planned this a year ago to go to Leavenworth, Washington, which apparently is known for a big Oktoberfest festival. There were people as far as Australia, apparently, that flew into frickin' Washington, Yakima. What's the closest airport? I don't even know. I don't know either. Eh. But there was a lot of people there. I met yeah. some guys from Vancouver. Nice. Uh, BC. Okay. Um, but it's like a Bavarian village. It so it's very themed and very... It's beautiful. It's in the middle it is. of the mountains and... I mean, I call myself Little Black Riding Hood whenever I venture off out of the city. I actually get really nervous, but beautiful. Beautiful, the fall trees and colors and leaves and all of that stuff and beer tents and stuff everywhere. I don't drink beer. Me neither. Yeah, so it was an experience. Lindsay got me on the floor for like 20 minutes. Okay, you guys, I'm just going to just say it. It wasn't the chicken dance, but it was a song like that that kept getting faster and faster. And so literally, like, I saw the sweat, like, coming <laughs> off and, like... I was like, yeah, have fun. I was like sipping my wine because I don't drink beer. I didn't know what I was in for. I had just eaten my pulled pork sandwich, chilling by myself, and then Lindsay whisked me onto the dance floor. And I'm thinking just one dance, but the song kept going and going and going and going. And I was out there. (laughs) I was out there. I was just out there having a buffer for my life. But speaking of cultural dances, today at my new job, it's called Isertis. It's a software company, but um, it's founded by two Indian... um, former Microsoft employees and so long story short there's some festival and I should have looked it up again I forgot but there's some festival coming up on Friday and they asked 
because of my background, if I would be willing to like dance with them, like an Indian dance for the celebration on Friday at work because they have like a family style lunch. Anyway, long story short, I learned an Indian Bollywood dance today and I actually had so much fun. Show some moves. Oh, (laughs) Um, it actually was fun. It was like. They had a move where it was like, Ooh. oh, wait, hold on. This is the mirror. So you're putting on makeup. And then it was like this. It was like some cute stuff in there and a lot of like hip shaking. So I <laughs> I had fun. And um, Friday there will be a performance at work. I need some bright colors to wear on Friday. I love it. I've always kind of wanted to take Bollywood classes because I know every little thing means something. But they were very like basic with the moves. So I felt good. For beginners, you know, they got to cater to everybody, you know, not a professional yes. former NFL cheerleader right. that can like pick up things like that. So I was trying to bring the funk a little bit, but I had to calm down. Like, because <laughs> they tried to teach it a simplified so way and they took out my favorite part. I was like, uh-uh, what happened to the part where she did this? So anyway, I'm excited about it. So That's Bavarian fine. dancing, Indian dancing, what's next? Who knows? Salsa merengue. Let's go. Right. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, we still need to pump up our cheerversary, which is our one-year anniversary yes. of doing the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. So, you guys, we are, like, on track to hit our 20,000th. That's a weird word to say. We're about to hit 20,000 downloads, probably by the end of October. So, it's perfect timing for us to celebrate our one-year anniversary. And thanks to you all. So, you know, all the listening and just commenting and feedback and just questions and messages like it's just really a celebration for us and it's our first time doing a live podcast obviously but even if you're not here because we have listeners and we had an episode talking about our international listenership and we have a guy from ireland i know that sent us the tea so i mean like, i know send it in cormac like yes, come on exactly send us your questions but we want to celebrate with everybody and we know not everybody will be able to be here we hope anybody that's in the seattle area will obviously come but mark your calendars saturday november 2nd 1 to 2 30 is that the, mm-hmm. that's what i said right i think so so that's pacific standard time so do the math for your time zone but we hope that you guys will tune in instagram live and youtube live to interact with us live we will take questions we have some fun games lined up so we're just going to have a party and we hope to party with you and celebrate yeah i'm so I'm excited. excited too like we just you know we're little babies and we we survived a year totally thanks to you guys so thank yeah. you thank you what else do we got? Did we cover everything? NBA regular season's here. Okay. So I am excited to watch performances. Now I feel like it's like a almost like Wonder Woman Wednesday where I'm like looking at performances. I'm like, is right. that good enough for full of FL Friday? And I'm like, no, they're not bringing it enough. No, I'm just Everybody's kidding. been killing it, <laughs> no, though. No, they have. I'm totally Seriously. facetious. We have a lot to choose from, honestly, I think. Well, I'm excited because there's a million NBA games. So keep those performances posted and we'll definitely share out because honestly like if we really start having a battle of like what i find versus what you find we'll just leave it to you guys to vote that's true i like that the best performance of the week i think that'd be cool i'm so addicted to instagram at this point like i can't she is like she's sending me stuff and i'm like i'm trying to detox right now and like (laughs) oh my gosh i don't want to be on like social media and it's like you're sending me such good gems that i'm like i can't get off of it i know so like the last thing i sent her just for the i know we're trying to wrap it up but not really um the Dallas Cowboys rhythm and blues. Can we just talk about them for a minute? Yeah. Let's because talk about them. I feel like they're kind of like the lost, not child, but we don't talk about redheaded stepchild. They're the redheaded stepchild of NFL, not even cheerleaders, dancers. They're like a separate dance team in addition to the DCC. 
they're hip hop focused and they're a separate team and they do these kick butt performances on game day and they have this YouTube channel that I watch videos from and they actually did a like a video production of a solo by one of their dancers. Maybe that's the start of a new series. I didn't notice that before. Um, where he's just like dancing all around and it's all video shot. But maybe they're trying to actually like hype up their dancers to have careers beyond being on that team or something. Because it's right. very much like if you had your own Instagram account and a video of you doing a solo at the end of a dance class or something, like the way that they're being shot. So really interesting what they're doing down there. And I don't right. think they get enough love, so. Amen to that. And didn't they like, I think I sent it to you, they had a performance where the music cut out. Yes. And they just kept counting in unison and oh like God, it almost so was, on. I don't know, it just made the performance so much better. They didn't even need the music. Like just them counting and finishing the dance was like super cool. It was impressive. They killed it. It was a very, I was very like, impressive. like, wow, I like it. Yeah, so we need to like, you know, spread the love and spread the word because they're actually doing the damn thing and um, I said damn but I think we're okay that's okay that's, that's okay safe word yeah safe word, word. <laughs> but anyway keep the videos coming to us if you guys have any nominations if you will and I think we've covered just everything. about everything we but, do oh go ahead no you go. <laughs> no you go I was gonna say we show a little bit of love to Washington DC for the next few weeks I'm really True. excited. I mean, Candace is amazing, but I'm really excited for our next episode. Yes, Janine. So Janine. Yeah, so we do have some DC coming for you, and then we have a very, very special guest um, for the episode that we actually were going to record your chat for tonight, but we are thinking that we really just want to be very thoughtful about this topic around mental and emotional health and well-being, especially just with what people have written into us about, like we just want to be, we're not experts, we're not trying to be, but we just want to make sure that we are careful about how we talk about it and just being educated, I guess, about the issues. How we approach it, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, so we're we want to take a, some time. Yeah, we're going to treat that with some extra care and delicacy and to stay on DC, not for nothing, but I sound so Philly right now. Not for nothing, but anyway. So aggressive. <laughs> We love Candace so much, and we had the calendar that she sent to us, um, and we also had the Denver Broncos cheerleaders calendar. And we got to decide together what third one I think we're going to What compare. do you guys think? If you think your calendar yeah. is, like, just super, you know, maybe you took a different direction this year, or, you know, you're super proud of the production of it, we wanted to kind of, like, do a separate calendar, maybe like a bonus episode towards the end of the year, since we all know everybody's buying a calendar, right? But... Um, for the new year but to just kind of talk about the different approaches because a lot of teams are switching it up to uniforms versus swimsuit or fitness, fitness or like magazine versus calendar so right. um but we did have a part two with candace you guys will hear us talk about that but we wanted to hear how their magazine release party went so stay tuned for that we're incorporating that into the calendar episode yeah <laughs> i'm putting britney to sleep no i'm just kidding no you're not i just feel like i feel cozy right here right now yeah we had to switch it up this place is so cute and we we're like tired of the great couches so right well there it is so stay tuned for that that's coming and if you guys want to tell us another third calendar to compare then let us know yeah we're scraping together our little pennies to buy calendars these days so happy to uh, support you guys um and buy a calendar 
can't buy 26 of them. Yeah, true. Actually, 25. The Seahawks didn't do one. Um, yeah. Shots fired by Makiba. No, I just we just didn't do it. And we're going to Oakland. We're okay. going to a game. It's Scorpio season. I'm super excited about this. Wait, so what's the weather going to be like in Oakland? I think it's going to be fabulous. Okay. But I'm still going to dress kind of like... It's going to be fall, I think. Okay. Maybe reach out to us and let us know what it's really like there right now. But I think it's going to be like a wee bit chilly, but nothing unbearable. Definitely not. And it's going to be California. Definitely not Seattle. And shout out, you guys, to all the people who have been dancing their little booties off in the pouring down rain. Seattle's been on some BS lately. Right. It's about to snow here. When? People were saying it was going to snow tonight. Enough. Tonight? Are you kidding? Tonight. Whoa. Yeah. Like where? Like in the middle of Seattle. Get and people out. were like, pray for that because then we get off work. And no, I'm we're like, not I don't want get that. Off work. We're not going to get off no. work. You guys, when it snows here, it shuts everything down because of like the, the hills and the people not knowing how to drive. But I, I realized, I was like, I think the only game that the win, bleh, the game that Brittany went to, um, where it was like the Thursday night football game, I think that was like the only halfway decent weather that the Seahawks dancers have danced in this whole Color entire rush. season. Yeah. Because like the preseason games, actually in the first preseason game, because that's when I went to with my it was family good. and it was good. But they've been dumped on and it looked like the Redskins got dumped on. Like it's just been a little hot mess. So the people who have domed stadiums, you're lucky. Not everybody has that luxury. <laughs> For sure. And you have to still be out there just soaking it up and it's getting cold and just, you know, take care of yourself, you guys. It's like Drink your emergency and take care of yourself so that you aren't getting sick in these elements. Totally. Well, cheers. Okay. Cheers to you know, that. Send us our questions. What? Yeah. Well, <laughs> send us questions that for you our want anniversary. Us to answer. Yeah. Anna. <laughs> that you want us to answer for our anniversaries. There's too much Anna going up in there. But yes, we do want to get intimate with. Ooh. <laughs> we want to get. She has Grey Goose in her cup, okay? We just wanted to open ourselves up to our listeners. And if you have any questions, let me just shut the heck up. If you have any questions for us, the things that you are curious about, you want to know how we met, things you don't know, we are an open book, especially on that day. So send in your questions. We will collect them in a fishbowl and dig away. I'm excited. Me too. I can't wait. Me too. So set your calendars, November 2nd, Saturday. It's actually my birthday, November 5th, so this is all part of the birthday celebration, anniversary celebration, Scorpio celebration. And Candace is a Scorpio, so shout out. Tomorrow is the official launch of Scorpio season, so cheers. I love it. Cheers. Have a wonderful week, you guys, and let us know what you think about the brown skin. Oh, I'm singing. I clearly need to brown shout Brown skin girl. girl. I love that song. I should not be singing that. I but. shouldn't either be singing <laughs> Until next time, you guys, have a wonderful week. Hey! <laughs> you look beautiful. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much. How are you guys been? Oh, my God. Good. And crazy busy. Yeah. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Like, you know, all the craziness with preseason and getting ready for our calendar release show. All good things, but things to do nonetheless. <laughs> Girl, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We have so much to talk about because yeah. 
Yes, I'm so excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous, but I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm wearing a Pokemon shirt, okay? So like, oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love Pokemon. Yeah, me too. Candace, welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You are one of our absolute favorites. You're the oh of Pro Cheerleading in my book. We've been obsessed with you ever since our Pro Bowl episode in season two. Goodness gracious. Yeah. We're, we're in season four now, but yeah. season two, we discovered Candace as being named the Washington Redskins Cheerleaders Pro Bowl Cheerleader. And yeah. reading your bio, yeah. I was so shook and just watching the <laughs> in person and then just obviously getting your whole social media essence. I'm obsessed. I'm like your number one fan. I know you have a lot of them, but, and you're verified on, she's verified. Did you know that? What? Yes. Yes. Very recently on Instagram, still working on Twitter, but we'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) We're honored to have you, Candice. Thank you so much for joining us. And you're our first current. I know. Um, I'm so honored to, you know, I've been a fan of you guys from the very beginning. You guys have been super supportive of not just me, but, you know, my organization and all NFL and NBA and pro cheerleaders in general. So, like, just to be, like you said, the first, like, that means a lot because y'all are it. Y'all are popping, especially, like, in the pro community. Like, y'all are all, we all talk about, like, it's just kind of where we all come together and we talk about our world because no one gets it like us. You know what I mean? Like, the outside world, they, they don't really get everything that we go through so it's just like it's just us girl talk yes yeah. indeed and we'll have girl talk all night long and we're gonna try not to just hog you for our, the rest of the night oh my gosh there's so much to talk about so we'll just like man I have something first to say <laughs> so I do hog the guests so yes for okay. <laughs> I want to talk about you said that right when we were like talking about the Pro Bowl episode mm-hmm. your reaction to being announced <laughs> Like, it was the most epic. Like, everything you do is so epic. You literally started booking down the field. Like, I want to know, like, what oh, the reaction like? And- yes. Oh, okay. So I can just talk about, like, that day. Looking back on it, I don't know why. I mean, granted, I, that was my third season. I wasn't a leader of any short. I wasn't a captain. I wasn't a co. So, like, I just didn't think that I was really on the radar for Pro Bowl. I was hanging out with my mom the night before. We went to like a nice dinner and she was saying that, oh, like, I'm so sad I can't come to the game tomorrow because usually she she comes to my games every now and then. And she had originally planned to go to that game. She was like, oh, I'm so sad. You know, we can't make it to the game tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, she gave me some excuse. I didn't really think too much of it. I was like, oh, it's no problem. So I get to the game, normal game day. And then I go to what we do, like our pregame promos where we do pop-up dances at, um, you know, tailgates and stuff like that. Went to my pregame promo, did what I needed to do, and was walking back to the locker room. I see my mom in the football. Like, what are the chances that I cross paths with my mom in a football stadium where I'm just going back to the locker room? And I was like, hey, like, you know, we have security all around us. So, like, it happened so fast. And I was like, hey, like, what are you doing here? She was like, oh, you know, whatever. She was like, oh, we found out that we can make it. <laughs> You're like, why didn't you tell me anything of it? I didn't think anything of it. Like, I didn't realize, like, oh, like, duh, like, Pro Bowl is getting announced today. Usually every year the Redskins invite the the Pro Bowl cheerleaders family on the field. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool so that they can share it with you like that. But it didn't even dawn on you then. No, no. I was like, oh, you know, I guess she just found a way to come to the game, whatever. (laughs) Um, 
I just remember so many things like happened that game. Like I think like we had to reformat our formations and all that stuff. So I just wasn't thinking about it. And it was our Christmas game. So Santa was performing. It was just a lot going on. So it gets time for, of course, the Pro Bowl announcement and I hear my name called and I, just, I don't know, my reaction was to just throw my palms and just run. And then like halfway like through while I'm running, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, where am I running to? Like, where? <laughs> I'm not so like, that you're running to. So I just stop. I just stop <laughs> in the field. After the fact, I was on the phone with our assistant director, Jamila. She was like, yeah, of course, you know, we tell the cameraman who to put the camera on ahead of time. And she was saying that he had trouble finding me. <laughs> Ran. So they just went straight to the aerial view. <laughs> Sorry, wait, I'm laughing too loud. The aerial view. It was like, oh, it's going to be in the left-hand corner. Like, it's going to be that blonde black girl in the left-hand corner. And then I did not stay in the left-hand corner, clearly. So they just switched to the aerial view camera <laughs> to get Oh, it. my gosh. Yeah, you took off like one time I accidentally touched an electric fence and I just started running that yeah. was like the speed you were going I was like dang where's she going like it was so funny I was like laughing and I'm so happy for you I lost my earrings that day like <laughs> and, then, and then after that like after things started to settle like I, I faced the front of the field and it's my mom my dad my sister my brother my boyfriend oh, everyone okay. on the field I know I know oh my gosh so do you guys do your Pro Bowl announcement before the game starts during the game like we do it during the halftime oh halftime. during the halftime okay yeah right the halftime yeah Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. It was actually like a really bad game for the Redskins. I think I actually got play of the game because I ran the most yards out of all of the Redskins. Like that's how bad. Because I'm like, I was the play of the game because yep. of my round. Yep. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Get it together, Redskins. No. You guys, the cheerleaders are the team though, I have to say. Like you know, for real. We're you, checking uh, for you guys more so than the players. I mean, not even just because we do the podcast, but you guys are just so special. Well, I now I got to intervene because Candace posted what? <laughs> the commentary of <laughs> one of the security guys like that stand on the field, like the uh -oh. little all-pro event people was, was standing there while one of the Redskins chancers were dancing. And, you know, they're freaking sexy as beautiful. <laughs> You know, yeah so he's trying to look but not look and you oh, could just tell he was trying so hard not to like get in trouble stare. oh my gosh and little duval ended up picking up on it posting yes. a story i hope the dude still has his job that's a hard job for any man I, to be on the sidelines so, so i when so someone first sent me that video i could not stop laughing for literally the whole day one because that girl in the video she's that was her first game she's a rookie, rookie and like right? yeah she's a rookie. Her very first game, but she did amazing. She looked beautiful, super confident on the field. So, like, you know, kudos to her. But just the fact that he – and I'm like, I think that was probably his first Redskins game. <laughs> he looks like a rookie. Like, they're not – like, the ones that we know we become friends with, they've been working at the stadium for years. Like, they're totally not phased by us. Right. So, like, when I saw that video and he's just fighting a good fight, I was like, oh, like – that may have been his first Redskins game. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make that a meme. I remember my first Redskins game, like, <laughs> side-eye. Yes. Meanwhile, like, her first Redskins game, like, she's super confident, killing it, looking beautiful. And now she's viral. I was like, well, you know what? Welcome to the team. This is, yes. this is Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So much going on. No, I literally died when I saw it. And I just. Oh, just like, for days. 
it just, how, so was that like part of the broadcast, the TV broadcast, literally like they just happened to catch this in the corner? No, I think it was just like a spectator, like a regular fan, like just saw what was happening and videotaped on his phone and like put it on his Twitter or his Instagram or wherever it started. And it just blew up. It took off. Yes. It's so funny. So funny. I can't wait until we have our next home game this Thursday. I wonder if he's working and if he's her. <laughs> like, I wonder how that interaction is going to go. Right, it might be a little awkward. They might have to just hug it out, get it over with, yeah, and move yeah. on. Hopefully he's going to have a job. Yes, I hope so. He didn't do anything disrespectful. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He was just fighting it. He just probably just isn't used to it. But he will. <laughs> oh my god! Not an easy job. No, no. I mean, when we so we traveled, obviously, as you know, to see you guys perform for yeah. the auditions and just the choreography. I mean, you guys, you can't keep your eyes off of you. That was yeah. my first interaction with you guys. Period. When we went to PRO, fifty million mm-hmm. scenes. Wow. Okay, that's how they dance, and that's how yeah. they. Do it. But it's yeah. just so amazingly powerful. You know, like you guys are all so confident in your own right. And you. you know, just serve your sass and just yeah, oh, that's, I can't even get I don't even mean to be like a WRC groupie like that. I don't know if it's a DC <laughs> that, that like being from that area for a while, but I'm just like so stuck on Chuck. <laughs> you guys are you guys are so dope. And you guys have a swimsuit, not even swimsuit. What's how, what are we calling this? Because this is a magazine. Oh. Yes, so we're calling it our our annual swimsuit magazine this year. We wanted to do something totally different because we have, you know, so many girls, so much diversity, not just like in our looks, but like our personalities and our styles. We thought that like a calendar didn't really encapsulate it all. So not just we just have swimsuit photos, we have photos with our children, we have photos with our families in the magazine. Yes, and we have photos in, you know, our athletic gear, like showing that we're not just dancers, we're not just models, but we're athletes athletes as well. Really something that I think is really special is that we're featuring our junior Redskins cheerleaders. So they have spreads. I know. So they have their own little photo shoot. I got to see them like during their shoots and they have a spread in the magazine too. And everyone on their thread, like we got to just speak from our hearts. We wrote little quotes, not just little quotes, but like paragraphs and topics that we were passionate about. So that was really awesome. And then our junior Redskins cheerleaders got to write their little paragraphs too. So that's really- Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then like at the end, we have a few pages in the magazine where we just showcase our alumni. So like uh, notable former Redskins cheerleaders that are now doing great things in their communities, like being lawyers or, you know, being an arena host for the Redskins pins now just doing great things being doctors we want to showcase you know the past the present and the future of the washington redskins cheerleaders so i absolutely like i think this is probably one of the best calendars or of the life that i've seen and i'm obviously like i'm clearly biased but i think it's just this one (laughs) this one just really shows us being multi-dimensional women that we are like yes we're still very sexy we're very beautiful we're very confident but we have little girls that looked up to us and we have people like that came before us that we still look up to and you know we're not just a pretty face we're women in our community that work hard have families and we balance it all and have fun yeah. So I did like for the world to see it after our calendar release party. We officially drop it to the public uh, September 5th. 
So it'll be online. You can, you know, hit up your favorite Redskins cheerleader. <laughs> right. I saw codes and stuff. That we yeah. can <laughs> mm-hmm. So it'll be fun. I can't wait for the world to get their hands on it and just to get to know us. Because I think that's what I like most about it is that, like, it's our pictures, our personality, my words on that page. So you get to know us straight from our heart. So I'm excited. Yes. That's awesome. So can we yeah. asked very humbly for Stephanie and Jamila, uh-huh. right? Jamila, yeah. Jamila, sorry. You know, we always just kind of put a little feeler out there like, we'd love to talk to you. But there's just something so special about their leadership. I mean, it's amazing that we get to talk to you. So I'm just pumped. So we'll just pump the information out of you. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just their vision and their creativity around, I mean, clearly they don't have you guys in a box. You know, usually when you think about how, you know, pro cheerleaders are marketed or how they're presented mm-hmm. to the public, you know, it kind of fits a little cookie cutter. And I think some teams are trying to break out of that now. Yeah. But it's hard, yeah. Hard to, but you guys have always, in my view, been Empowered. on the cutting, cutting edge of empowering your dancers and then just being so creative in the way that you market you, frankly. I mean, that's what's happening, but it's in such a way that is really inspiring. I just love that they're, it's limitless, you know, like they just come up with all kinds of ideas and make it happen and it just comes off just amazing. So what is their secret sauce? Like, is it just... I, you know, I, I honestly don't know, but I will say that I'm a huge, huge, I'm obsessed with Stephanie and Jamila. And before I was a Redskins cheerleader, I actually danced for Stephanie and Jamila since I was 15 years old. I was a part of her um, nonprofit dance company, Capital Movement in Washington, D.C. I was actually like in L.A. and my mom heard of this dance company. She was like, oh, I think this will be really good for you. But I was going to miss tryouts for the company. So it was like, you can send in the tape. So I sent in the tape. I got a letter back that I got accepted. And, you know, I came back, didn't know anyone, didn't know anything. I had no technical dance training. So like Stephanie was a lady who taught me how to be a technical dancer, how to get some technique, you know, how to do contemporary, like how to move like a ballerina dancer. Like I owe that all to her. So like she always will have a special place in my heart because she's who took me in when I was young and kind of groomed me to be the, the dancer and entertainer I am now. I think what their secret is to making, you know, an organization that's always moving, always changing is that they, they're very opening to listening to their women. Because we're in D.C., like I said, we're all different, we're all diverse. We all have something special and some input that we can contribute to the organization. So they always have like an open door where they're just like, what do you think would be a good idea? Like literally at the beginning of the season, like she has a meeting with every single girl and she's like, you know, what do you think we can do better? And even with the calendar, she's like, how do you think we can take this to the next level? And someone suggested the idea of a magazine or doing more not as post shoots. She took that and she did her research and she found photographers that can adapt to that type of style. And, you know, that's what we're doing now. So, like, I think the best thing about Stephanie and Jamila is that they're just always ears to the ground. Like, hey, ladies, what do you want to do? What do you think would be great? What makes you feel empowered? What makes you feel confident? And we throw ideas at them. Sometimes it's overwhelming, I'm sure. But they always try to find a way to make it work and make us happy. Because at the end of the day, we're the cheerleaders. Like, we're the people, you know, that's going to be on the field and interacting with the fans. I feel like they know that if they make us happy, then we'll do what we need to do for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you treat your employees well, they'll treat you well. And I think that they really take that to heart. They really love us, see us as family, and they just listen to what we want or we don't want. Like, even in case we're like, hey, like, this isn't working. Girls aren't happy with this. They adapt to that. So I think that's what makes the biggest difference. Well, kind of like what you were saying, I feel like everybody's so individually just amazing. Yeah. And they really embrace that and encourage mm-hmm. you guys to 
branch out and I don't know, it just seemed like each girl really supports like a different charity or fundraiser. It's just so much personality packed into one. And I love that they let you guys do that. Exactly. Nobody's cutter. Nobody's exactly the same at all. You know, when we think about like all of the things, the trends that we've been seeing and changes in leadership and just a lot of, you know, changes within teams, what's clear is just that the leadership that you have really does matter in every way possible. Because I think having that respect for the dancers first and foremost, and then also kind of just that vision again to project how special your team is. Because the more you educate them about what they mean to the organization, I would say that you're selling that all day long. And I just think that they, they just get it. And they do such a wonderful job. So if you could pass that along for us. Absolutely. I absolutely I really yeah. have a lot of respect for the way that they run the program. So Yeah, they've been taking care of me for a long time. So they're my heart. I love them. I know that they want the best for us. They want the best for the organization. So I trust them. And I think that's also what makes it better is that like we all trust them and they trust us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Well, we've covered the Redskins organization, and now we're going to get all up in Candace. <laughs> oh, Lindsay wanted us to tell you hi. Oh, Lindsay Rosenberg. Oh, I love her so much. Tell her I said hello, and I love her. And yeah. I need her in LA, or she needs to come to DC, either or. Yes, we fell fast in love. We think we're all soulmates here. Okay. No, but she wanted us to uh, tell you hi. Oh my gosh. Should we just like almost go backwards? Like Pro Bowl is weird. Well, yeah, we felt really awkward and weird because we were like, hi, we're like this random podcast and we're like following you guys around. But, and I feel like we are already connected on Twitter by then. We did. Yeah. We did. But yeah. but it, you were the only one who was um, like able to <laughs> probably tell the other girls. Like, oh, they're cool. We were like, hey, Candace. Don't call the police on those two women. <laughs> Yes, no, I knew exactly who you guys were. We were already friends, like online friends, but then we had to see another person. But let's just say, I mean, you as a performer, I think now that you've been to, I don't know if you went to PRO, but you definitely were at Pro Action Dance, right? Yes. But I feel like anybody who comes into contact with you knows who you are or has learned who you are. But I think you were so (laughs) eye-catching in watching you perform on that little field. It was a fan zone kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget that. But it was my first time seeing you dance. You're just so fun to watch. Like, tell us what inspires you beyond Beyonce. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> but no, like your flavor of what you feel when you're dancing, like all the things that just make you come to life. Yeah, yeah nobody can even hold light to you when you're dancing. It's just like, whoa, this is a Candace show. Like, yes, literally, it. like all the time she goes there. Anyway, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with Beyonce because I feel like when she does perform, whether it's singing dancing whatever like it's just all power and it's all confidence Beyonce makes you want to be your best self obviously like I want to be Beyonce but like when I see Beyonce perform like I want to be the best version of Candace I feel like when I dance I want to make other people feel that way like I don't want them to want to be me but I want them to be the best version of themselves you know what I mean like we watched that homecoming documentary Beyonce (laughs) like you know what I'm going to the studio tomorrow and I'm going to work on you know my turns it's unique when you can see someone and you feel more confident in yourself. yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. Right. It's like, you're so amazing that I don't just want to be you, but I want to be a better me because you're so good. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I don't even know. Oh, yes, it does but well. I, when I dance, my aspiration is to make people feel that way. Like, I don't want people to be like, oh, like, I want to be like Beyonce or I want to be like Candace or I want to be like so, so, so. Like, I want to be me and I want to be the best version of me and own it and be confident just like that. Yeah. So that's what I hope to give off. Because that's what empowerment is all about. Like not wanting to be someone else or wanting to be like someone else, but wanting to really like own your individuality and what makes you feel powerful. You know, cheerleading honestly is for us. It's, I think it's for empowering other people, whether it's for dance. If it's a woman, you know, in the stands, maybe she doesn't want to be a dancer, but she sees these women on the sidelines owning who they are. Maybe she's more inspired to own who she is in the office or whatever her realm is. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Men and women. It it doesn't have to be gender specific, but I think that's what cheerleading is about for me is that, you know, I can be on the sidelines doing my thing, but I want someone to watch and be so inspired by our poise and our confidence that they translate that same poise and confidence into whatever they love to do. That's why I think bringing it back to the magazine is so cool because they're going to be flipping through it in the stands and be like, that girl's a mom. That girl like has a professional job. That girl does this. To your point, they're just going to be like, wow, I can do anything I want. Anything. Anything. Follow my dreams. You may come out of retirement, girl. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. This is our April. You know. (laughs) I was like, wait, how old am I really? No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. Uh, Not old. Thank you. There's your answer. (laughs) No, but seriously, on that same note, I'm just so touchy feeling now. I'm just feel like I'm hugging okay. you. Okay, it's you I'm know. completely open book, honestly. <laughs> That's what's scary. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, when you mentioned like what people see when they see you guys on the sidelines, I know the residents cheerleaders have this grace and grit. Can you mm-hmm. talk everybody through what that means to you? Yes. You know, when we first came up with the mantra or the hashtag. It started out as just like auditions hashtag. So like, you know, like normal teams, they had like, oh, um, even prior to that, we had a hashtag. It was like WSC Auditions 18. And it's like, you know, all right, that's cool. It's a way to keep track of photos, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't stick with anybody. Like that doesn't, a girl going through that two week long audition process, she needs something to hold on to when, you know, work is getting tough. And you know, you have to go through a four hour rehearsal after this, like something to think back of to get you through that process. And even if you don't make it something to look back on and to kind of epitomize that whole process. So I actually, I love with Grace and Grace so much. I got a, After the audition process, I got it tattooed on my foot. Wow. Yeah. So like me and and a couple of the other girls, like we was like, aside from Redskins and cheerleading, like this is kind of like what I want my life to be like. It's going to be hardships. It's going to be beautiful things. It's going to be really nice moments. It's going to be really dark moments. But, you know, you got to get through it with grace and with grit. And so like we decided that as girlfriends and as teammates forever, like we're going to get this tattoo together. So we did. Um, But yeah, I think that... Um, with Grace and Grit, I think what it means to me is that it really epitomizes what it means to be a Redskins cheerleader. Like you guys know, we go through hour long rehearsals multiple times a day. We're sweating, we're working out, we're pushing our bodies literally to the limit for what we love to do. And a lot of people don't see that. They just see us walking on the field, fluffing our glittery pom-poms and our lipstick and our hair seems perfect and our tan seems perfect, but they don't see the work that we have to do behind the scenes to look perfect, which obviously we're not. 
So I think that's kind of the duality of with grace, which is what they see on the sidelines and the grit is what's actually happening behind the scenes and not even behind the scenes, but during, during game day, like four hours long, we don't stop moving. We don't take a break. You know what I mean? But we have to still make it look yes. easy and, right, and <laughs> be happy for our franchise and support our fans and be there for everyone in the stadium because that's, that's who we are as women. We're cheerleaders. Like we're not just cheerleaders for a football team, but we're cheerleaders for our sisterhood. We're cheerleaders for our community. We're cheerleaders for anyone in life. So I think that that's what with grace and grit means. It's like, you know, to paint this pretty picture, it's a lot of work that needs to happen and continually has to happen. And even though we may make it seem easy and make it seem beautiful and effortless, it's never effortless at all. (laughs) But that's the beauty of the journey is that, you know, you need a little grace, you need a lot of grit (laughs) to make it work. Yeah. I think about 50 more people are going to get that tattoo now that Candace has it. So I'm going to copy you. It was, I got on my foot and it was the worst tattoo I ever had. I have about five or six tattoos, but that was, I was sweating in the chair. Was I, this, is, this is the great I'm talking about. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't recommend if it's one of your firsts or first few tattoos because it's not an easy one to bear. <laughs> Brittany has one on her foot. I do have one. And it was oh. my first one, my one and only. So I, I don't know. I mean. I don't blame you. I was sweating. You know, I had the sweat, but I <laughs> grit through it, you know, just <laughs> grind your teeth together. <laughs> yes. I was like, Oof. all right, no more, no more. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my last. So can you talk us through your role on the team? Because you are a captain. Right. I'm a captain. Yeah, correct. And you also, I'm probably going to jack up the name, but um, I saw you post about being part of the training program to become a Washington resident yes. leader. Yeah. So that's a lot. So you got, I mean, <laughs> you have your yes. obligations as just being on the yes. team period. And then um, the leadership roles. <laughs> What does that look like to manage? Oh, it's a lot has happened between like my leadership and my role just between last year and this year. So last year I was just a third year veteran. That's it. That's all. And even that enough is hard. You know what I mean? So now fourth year vet, captain, Pro Bowl cheerleader, little secret, but you guys will know by the time that this airs, but I'm on the back cover of the magazine, which I'm super Yay! excited. Congratulations. Thank you. Now I'm going to be hosting what we call our training program this year um, alongside our assistant director, Ms. Jamila King, who was also a former captain and Pro Bowl cheerleader, so she's incredible. But the Redskins, every year they have what we call a training program. It's a three-month-long process that happens once a week where we take girls who have potential to obviously be a Redskins cheerleader, but maybe they just need a little help or a little assistance with getting their style together, getting their hair together, getting their dance together, fitness, like like girls that are almost there, but they just need someone to tell them how to fit into our brand. We train them, kind of take them under their wing. And it's always led by the previous year's Pro Bowl cheerleader. So now it's my turn. (laughs) Are those girls selected kind of like girls who just made it through auditions, like almost made it? Is that how they're picked? So typically, yes, those girls will kind of get a tap on the shoulder, be like, hey, like, you should apply. So it's an application process. So they'll get a tap on the shoulder, be like, hey, like, you were just there. Like, you just need some help. Or even sometimes Stephanie and Jamila will recommend girls in a training program. Maybe they have everything together. Maybe they have the whole package. But we like to get to know the girl on a personal level. Like, you know, what does she do outside of it? Will she be a good, you know, ambassador when someone is going through the process? Like, yeah, maybe they're, they're fit. She dances great. She looks great. You can put her in a uniform. But we're not confident that she'll be a good 
overall ambassador. It's not to say that she's not, but we just have to get to know her a little more. So we'll say, hey, you know, you should apply to our training program because you'll be side by side by the formal cheerleaders, side by side by the directors. We'll kind of get to know you better. So yeah, that's what that is. So I'll be, you know, dancing with them for three months. We have our team fitness instructors coming in and giving them the exact same workouts that they give us every week. They'll be going to Jamila and I for, you know, the glam tips. Like they can come to us and we can be like, hey, like, do you think I should be a blonde? Do you think I should be a brunette? Should I cut my hair? Should I add extensions? They can ask us those questions. We'll say, yeah, let's this week, you know, add an extension or two and we'll see what that looks like. Or next week, come back and, you know, I'm not going to say dye your hair, but if you want to dye your hair, like, let's see, you know what I mean? Like, that's a time to kind of experiment before auditions in April, so you're not panicking. I was never, like, the captain in high school. I wasn't the captain in college when I danced in college. It's like, I went from just, like, a normal, regular, regular cheerleader to, like, now being responsible for people. So that, that makes me a little nervous, but so far, so good. I'm glad that, like, my directors trust me, and they're still teaching me as I go. So I'm excited to see, like, the girls that come in, yeah. you know, just kind of see how they grow in three months, you know what I mean? That's crazy. So walk us through, like, a week during football season. So, like, from Sunday, you had a game to, like, what's every day up until that next day? So Sundays will be our game days. I like having game days on Sundays and not having primetime games because I work. <laughs> so 1.30 games are beautiful for me because I have time to go home and rest and get ready for work on Monday. So, yeah, that's typically what our schedule allows. Is, you know, Sunday is our game day. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays we have rehearsal typically from 6.30 to 11 or, you know, if we're good, maybe earlier. If we're bad, maybe later. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesdays, uh, starting at 7 until about 9.30, so that's a shorter night. That's when I will be teaching, working with training programs. So Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and do it all over again. Yeah. Wow. And then promo appearances perhaps in between. Yeah. Yeah. Promo appearances occasionally. Um, I typically stick with appearances on the weekend because I do work or if I do do an appearance on the weekday, I'll do it like on a lunch break or I'll do it right after work. But yeah, those, of course, you know, they vary. Like it can be on any given day, any given time. But yeah. And you're so in demand, you know what I mean? You got to make appearances <laughs> at the TV shows and verify <laughs> <laughs> If you need an agent, let me know. I can. <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> make my life a little easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and, a perfect. Oh, God. See, oh. here I go, hogging you. No, no. Um, I was going to ask you about just being a rookie. It seems like you guys are really like have a sisterhood truly. And that's another thing that we've like kind of been jealous of, honestly, is you do take people under your wing. And I think it makes the transition and such an overwhelming experience so much more fun. Yeah, I think I remember my rookie year and I've been dancing all my life. I danced, I did four years in college, but still, like I thought I was prepared for, you know, pro cheer and nothing can really prepare you for this experience like you like you can't even describe it like every your whole life changes like once you step on that football field the first time and you know these rookies they come from some came from other NFL teams some came from other NBA teams we have a rookie team straight out of high school and she's on my line she's one of my rookies too so I'm like oh like I have to make sure that you're good because this I mean so many things happen you know like throughout the season just throughout your career now you're a person in your community you're an ambassador for a NFL team like that's a lot of pressure. And so I just want to make sure that she remains mentally healthy and of course, physically healthy too, while still having a great time. Cause it's possible. You know what I mean? Right. It's a lot of pressure. And unfortunately, like some people fold under that, but it's possible to live your best life 
being an NFL cheerleader and still taking advantage of the whole experience. So we just want to make sure that our rookies, like, just enjoy the process because you don't get another rookie year. You get three or four veteran years, but your rookie year, you get it, and it's gone after that. We just really, like, push them to just be sponges, taking every moment, the good and the bad, because they're both going to happen. And just, you know, remember that. Take plenty of photos because you're going to laugh at that when you're three of them in. And you look back and, like, what you thought was a really good eyeshadow blend. But uh, no eyebrows because you're a redhead and you don't have any. <laughs> or, like, how bad you curled your hair. I look at my rookie photos. I'm like, how did you let me on this scene? <laughs> Why did you guys put me on the roster? That's how I know, like, my directors are incredible because they, they saw the potential. <laughs> you so love to get one of those photos and, like, post <laughs> it. Like, yes. cool. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I'm like, what's <laughs> I'm not even the same person, but you know, that's a part of the journey. You know what I mean? Everyone everyone goes, every NFL cheerleader goes through that. So we just really like push our rookies to just, first of all, lean on each other. Like your rookie class sisters, only y'all know what's what's truly going on through this experience. You can vent to me all you want to as a captain and as a vet, but I can't relate to the experience that you're going through right now because I'm I'm not a rookie year in 2019. You know what I mean? So we tell them to lean on each other. When things get hard, because they will, lean on each other, get a group chat. You can talk about us, it's fine. Like, <laughs> my captain is so annoying, but that's okay. It's okay. And just, you know, take in every moment and realize that a lot of women wanted to be where you are, but you were destined to be in it. So live in it and live your best life in it because. Those girls who would do anything to yes. be doing what we're doing. Yeah, we saw them on the stage. Like, everybody was dancing for their life. I mean, shoot, that final audition show was, you could tell everybody was, looked amazing. All those girls were incredible, incredible. And not just, like, dance-wise, but just, like, the group that we had for auditions this year is just all good, just good women. And we still keep in touch with all of them. And they're all super supportive of the girls that made it and each other, the ones that didn't make it. We're just a good batch of women that, that came through an audition this year. So cool. Well, we love what you guys showcase throughout that. And it kind of might be a good segue to get into your career a little bit, but just the video segments that they had for each contestant. But talk us through, obviously, your career path. And I mean, and then we'll kind of, I swear we're like working backwards, but uh, (laughs) we also want to hear about your time on dancing in college as well because you have for sure yeah so full-time I work as my title is a software engineer for a technology consulting company in Arlington Virginia which is right outside of Washington DC I've been an engineer for what is it 2019 so about three years now I've been in the real world for about three years now I graduated (laughs) I graduated from the University of Maryland in 2016 with a degree in computer science so you know essentially what I do is I write code for couple of federal government agencies, um, nine to five. Okay, hold <laughs> that makes us think of the line at the Pro Bowl when she was introduced. You were introducing yeah. yourself and you're like multiple federal government agencies. It was the best line ever. I'm sorry, we have to interrupt. If you could do a reenactment for the listeners, that would be so dope. But <laughs> I, I forgot. I was, that energy at Disney Springs was so crazy. Those fans were so supportive. You can just like feel it. I was like, yeah, this is what I do. My name is Candace. <laughs> the Redskins. How y'all doing? <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's nothing like it. 
nothing like it. Like people screaming like your name and they're not even like wearing your team jersey. I'm like, you have a, a Falcons jersey on, but I appreciate you for supporting me. It, everyone was just so loving and so supportive. It was just like a good, good energy coming from Disney Springs. And like people was out there for a long time. I think I was a part of the last group that performed. Like people were still very high. It was dark. You can barely even see us. Wasn't the water <laughs> spraying up on you guys from behind? It was a little chilly, a little nippy. Yeah. Oh, it was very chilly. The whole game. Yeah. You guys got <laughs> Remember the game? The game? Yeah. So yeah. bad. So bad. <laughs> was it? Okay. You no, couldn't okay. tell though. You looked amazing. Your yeah. hair was like lifting your body. And I was like, oh my God. Just <laughs> yes, really in a music video. Yes. Just a music video. That's it. <laughs> wow. Like you get one Pro Bowl game. Yeah. One Pro Bowl game. But everything happens for a reason. Don't regret it at all. Got some very interesting photos. In terms of weather, that was the worst game I've ever chewed at in my life. Okay, so because when we came back from it, we were trying to be, I know we're all over the place, but whatever. We, we're in Seattle, right? So it rained. Right. We've had some real crappy, crappy rain games. Yes. It does not rain like that. It does not rain like that, number one. And it was just, and it was cold. See, it was wet is the worst combination for me. That's when my whole soul shivers. Like, I want to die. I question my life choices. I'm like, is this really fun anymore? Like, I'm sitting there with my hands <laughs> questioning life. And I mean, yeah. you know, dumped on and I was like what are they it was consistent it did not ease up at all at all and like we went to dinner like we went to dinner after and it was still raining at dinner I said what at least I'm glad like for our our team photo shoot it was a beautiful day yes you know like I would have rather have a a good day for a photo shoot and a rainy day at game day versus a rainy photo shoot day and a a beautiful game day. So like everything happened for a reason. We had very interesting stories to tell, obviously very interesting photos, Um, but (laughs) wow. Like, you know, that's, that's my one Pro Bowl game. It was torrential downpour, downpour in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Where it's supposed to be warm. Cool. Yes. Move it back to Hawaii. Right. I'm like, okay. So that means it needs to go back to Hawaii. Yeah. Next year it will be back. Take me next year. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. So back to it all. Because it's software engineer for multiple federal government agencies. Yes. So how do you balance a lot of people? When we had our work episode, that was a, an episode that a lot of people requested, and I think it is inspiring to hear. Um, other women explain their approach to balancing their lives and how to manage when, like you said, things get really rough. Like, do you just have a very supportive employer or how do you balance it? And I think I've been very, very fortunate. So I've been with two different employers while I've been with the Redskins and both employers have been extremely cooperative of the opportunity. I think some girls, I can't relate to this. I give full disclosure when I interview with companies like, hey, like I'm a Redskins cheerleader. When I interview, I'm like, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but this is who I am. This is what I do. You're going to hear it. You might see it. You know what I mean? But when I'm at work, I'm a software engineer. I'm not a Redskins cheerleader when I come into work. So when I come in, like I'm going to do what my job description is. And no matter what, like if I'm at work for four hours and I got to leave to do a promo or if I'm working remotely or whatever, like I'm going to make sure that I fulfill my duties as a software engineer first and then complete my duties outside of life after. In all cases, you know, my employers have been very excited for the fact that they have 
you know, a Redskins cheerleader on staff. So like when games happen, so like, for example, this week, you know, I'm going to have to leave work I'm at a half a day because we have a three o'clock all time. They're super supportive. They're like, hey, you know, if you need to be remote that day, that's fine. Like if you need to call into a meeting, that's fine. If you can't, that's also fine. We'll have someone who will send notes to you as long as they know ahead of time. And I think that's kind of what's key. It's just like being very communicative on your full-time job side and on the Redskins side. Sometimes I got to tell Redskins, hey, like, I have to travel for work. I can't make this practice. So I can't make this promo. And that's just that's just what it is. And Stephanie and Jamil was like, hey, like, you got to pay your bills. Like, you got to go to work. And, and that's that. You know what I mean? Right. So I think you need cooperation on both ends. And I think family and friends, too. It's been a lot of cases where, you know, I'm in a late meeting that I can't get out of. Maybe my meeting ends at 5.30, but practice starts at 6, 6.30. And, you know, I'm with traffic. I'm like an hour away and I still got to put makeup and change my clothes. But I, I have no time to stop for food. So that's when, like, I got to lean on my teammates. Like, hey, like, can you want to Chick-fil-A? Give me a salad real quick. Or, you know, like, if I forget my palms, call up my boyfriend. Like, hey, can you drop my palms off at the stadium? You just need a circle who is willing to kind of pick up the slack when you have it. Because there are there will be some days where, like, you're going to forget your palms. You're going to forget your lunch. Or, you know, like, you have to stay late for work or you have to leave early and like they just kind of have to help you I cannot at all live this life by myself like there's there's no way if I didn't have cooperation from both of my jobs and then my friends and my family it's just not possible yeah so I think people have to keep that in mind when they do audition for a pro team like you gotta have your support system on lock already like everyone yeah Beforehand. like don't figure it out once you get on the roster like you've got to make sure like all your ducks in a row beforehand because it only makes everything easier and I think I've been very, very blessed and fortunate to have everyone on all ends. But you're very give and take too. Like you're not going to just, hey, help me, help me, help me. You no. also are helping your teammates and, yeah. you know, yeah. you're helping your employer by showing up on time. Like yeah. you have to also not take advantage of your teammates. Exactly. You've been kind of exactly. hearing some of that. Yeah. Help me, help me. I'm a rookie. I don't know. But it's like, you also have to help yourself. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If there's a day where I could come early, I'm like, hey, like, just literally, we have a group chat. Sometimes we're like, hey, who needs food? Who needs food? It's always going to be someone who's like running late. Someone out of 36 women, someone's going to be running late or having an off day. It's like, who needs food or who needs to go over choreography? Who could be there early? Every practice, there's someone in a group chat like, hey, I'll, I'll be there early. We can go over this dance or blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, like, I'm stopping at Wegmans. Do you guys have Wegmans in Seattle? No, uh-uh. Yes, yeah, so like, oh, like, what's that about? <laughs> oh, good. It's like the best grocery store ever. Oh, yes. I'm, like, oh, I'm stopping at Wegmans. Who needs a salad? Who needs water? And, you know, we'll take care of everyone that way. You can tell that you guys are really supportive of each other like that. Yeah, totally. it makes me think of our interview with Dr. Brittany Craig that we talked to. Um, yeah. Focus on the wellness of female athletes and just mm-hmm. she danced for the Portland Trailblazers. Talking just about this, of, you know, us looking out for each other and taking care of each other and trying to help each other, staying balanced and staying healthy and eating and trying to get some rest here and there and just all of those yeah. things that help when you're on a team because there's a lot of demands on your body. Oh. Have you had any injuries or anything crazy like that? That you've had oh, no, I've actually, I've never had any injuries and I'm, you know, knocking on wood, but of course we have women on the team that have had injuries and are working on, you know, injury prevention and safety and girls who are now working through injuries and, you know, there's certain things that we have can't do, but we have incredible sponsors that work with us. This year we have those sponsors come in on game day, right before we go out on the field and do injury prevention stretches and workouts with resistant bands, literally minutes before we go out on the field, they'll come in 
our locker room and we'll all spread out and we'll just do stretches because we do drop split for the pregame. So we're like, mm-hmm. of course, like we get all anxious, but they come in and they're like, hey, let's take 10 minutes. Let's just do these injury prevention exercises, which we just incorporated this season. And it's been incredible. I'm really excited about that. I hope like that starts. We don't typically get injuries like during the season, but you know, girls, they've been dancing their whole life. So they've been working through things and, you know, but yeah, everyone has something, but fortunately the extent of the injury I've had last year, I broke my pinky. (laughs) Oh no, my thumb, my thumb. I broke my thumb. It was on my birthday in practice. So I did something and I like slapped it on my teammate. Oh, I know. But like the thing about it is that like I let it sit for like a few days. I was like, dang, my my thumb still hurts. It was like three days after it happened. I was like, my thumb still hurts. And it's like this big. And I finally go to the doctor. They're like, yeah, um, it's broken. I was like, oh. (laughs) The last couple games I had it like in a splint, but you couldn't see because we were wearing palms. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, crazy. But that's about it. That's good. I mean, you know, but I I like hearing that because as the weather gets terrible and it's hard to stay warm and and warmed up with your muscles and dropping mental splits can definitely be kind of, you know, scary. So that's just, again, I mean, we have listeners that are dying to hear about what other programs are like. And I mean, to be able to share all this information with them and sharing out what you guys are doing, I think is so helpful probably at the end of the day, because to the extent yeah. there is that open communication right. with their leadership, they can bring some ideas that could just benefit everybody, frankly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had a very cool post. Um, and I think there were a couple other girls that also posted about it, just kind of like, hey, you know. I'm just going to be vulnerable and share a bit of my story of how I got to be this person that you see in front of me today. And you shared a story about your experience cheering in college. Yeah. Almost made me, I mean, I'm a wuss, but like it almost made me tear up a little bit because there's just so many experiences that connect people and you just really have no idea. But just the thought of you sharing that gave me chills a little bit. Is that the setup or what? But can you please share that with everybody? Because Absolutely. I'm trying to remember like what prompted me to even like, oh, I do remember. So I, I got this really sweet message from this girl. I go to a local dance studio just to take classes for fun. And I ran into this girl, like we connected on Instagram after we danced. I was like, oh my God, it was so nice dancing with you. She said, you know, like we, we've met before. I auditioned for Redskins this past year, but I, I didn't make it past whatever round she didn't make it past. And I was like, okay. And, you know, let's, let's talk about it. Like, how did you feel? Um, we were just going back and forth on Instagram and she told me, you know, that she was struggling with trying to find what her unique image was and fitness and all that good stuff. She was a beautiful dancer, incredible dancer. She was just trying to find the look and like feel confident and be something like add something new to the team. I know exactly where you're coming from, where you felt defeated and you felt super mad at first. You felt like you worked really hard to try to achieve this dream. Like you did everything you thought was possible and then like you don't you don't get a uniform. You feel really defeated after that. You're like, you know, like, is this really what I'm meant to do? I worked really hard. Why didn't I get what I think I deserved? And I was like, you know what? I understand your anger and your, not anger, but I understand your frustration. And honestly, like you're right to feel that way. And that's okay. And I told her, you know, how I was in a very similar situation when I was in college. So straight out of high school, I got accepted into the University of Maryland College Park, where I was on their dance team for three and a half seasons, four football seasons, but three basketball seasons. I had a great rookie year. Um, It was cool. Like that was my first time, like kind of getting into the game day dancing experience. And I loved it. Like just 
being on the football field, looking up and seeing crazy college fans, like college people are crazy. So I was like, this is so much fun. Like people are nuts. And like, I get to be a part of that, the music, the band, like all of it. I was like, this is so cool. So, you know, I was living my best life um, as a rookie on the Maryland dance team. Also living my best life off campus, which means like, you know, partying and eating and just a whole different lifestyle than what we're used to in high school. And I gained literally 30 pounds. So obviously I come back for my second season and, you know, my coach is like, I I can't put you on the field. Like you don't at all look like what you auditioned as. You know, like in high school, like you don't really see yourself like, I'm like, I know, I look great. Like I look cool. Like I still look good. And like, I think that was the first time where I was like, whoa, like I forgot this is an aesthetic sport. Like, of course, dance is a sport where athletes, but it is an aesthetic sport. You have to take care of yourself. You have to look athletic, you know, to do what we do for four hours, not just look athletic. You have to actually be it. And I wasn't in that shape at all. But what happened was it was like I went through the what we call like training camp where we just kind of get ready for the first game. I was practicing, working hard, like, you know, wasn't really thinking too much of it. It was the day before the first game and I got cut. And I was like, I felt like how that girl felt that messaged me. Like I worked so hard. I just put in like all this work outside and, you know, camp or whatever. And I don't get to wear that uniform tomorrow. Like that girl, she didn't get to get her palms and get her boots. And it absolutely defeated me because, you know, growing up in dance, like, I was very fortunate to where, like, you know, I did a good job. Like, I, I auditioned for companies, and I made it. I auditioned for things, and I made it. But this was the first time where, you know, I worked hard for, or I thought I worked hard for something, and I did not get it. And I didn't get it for a long time. Like, I didn't cheer for a couple of games because you can't just lose 30 pounds in two weeks, you know what I mean? In a healthy um, way, yeah. I, yeah, in a healthy way. And I had... I was so, like, messed up mentally after that happened. But fortunately, I had good friends. I had a good boyfriend. I had a good family. That was like, hey, they, like, grabbed me by my shoulders. Like, hey, like, I understand this is really traumatizing, but you're not going to do nothing crazy. I'm not going to let you do nothing crazy. So they, like, did research with me, like, while I was crying. (laughs) They, like, did research. I know, and found, you know, healthy ways to change my eating habits, how to, like, be more active on campus, walking instead of taking the bus or using the stairs. But, like, I had great friends that just kind of, like, changed their lifestyle with me because, you know, you're in college. Like, it's a social scene at the end of the day. So, like, you're going to do whatever your friends do. And my friends were great enough to where, like, they started to change their lifestyle with me. So I I did that, and I think that's where really I'm thankful for that because that's where I started to learn how to live healthily and maintain that. So I think if I never got cut from, you know, my second year in the Maryland dance team so drastically and so dramatically, and my feelings weren't hurt so bad, I would not be able to sustain, I think, right now being a Redskins cheerleader and maintaining my fitness. So, like, honestly, it was a blessing in disguise, but at the time I (laughs) I was so mad at that coach, even though, like, she she was doing her job. I can't be mad at her because, like, I mean, that's you got to adhere to your rules and your contract, and I did not do that my second year. But I finally, you know, get back on the field the last game of my sophomore year. You know, things were cool. Things were fine. It gets to be, like, my senior year, and I start thinking about, of course, what I want to do when I graduate, not just, like, academically, which obviously I wanted to be a software engineer, but, you know, how I wanted to dance and what I wanted to do with dance after I graduated, and I always had my heart out on Redskins. So I think my senior year, I was not present 
as a Maryland dancer, when I would hit the field at the University of Maryland, like I pretended that I was wearing Burgundy and Gold Athletics too. And I think that that wasn't fair to my team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I decided to step back halfway through my senior year because I just wanted to completely focus on achieving my dreams outside of the University of Maryland. Like I started to travel more. I actually went to Seattle to do some job hunting and things like that. I, I thought about it. I was like, what if I take a job off in Seattle? And, you know, things that happened. I didn't get to hunt you down, huh? It was! I was! I was. <laughs> now, like, they, they treated me like a queen. I was like, what? Maybe I might just come out to Seattle and work for Amazon. But they, they still be uh, hunting me down, but I'm not ready to that yet. Amazon, work for you. But yeah, like my senior year, I was traveling so much for job interviews. And so like I I was missing things for a dance team. And I was like, you know, that's not fair to my team. That's not fair to the girls who are at every practice. So I decided to, you know, stop and completely like devote myself to figuring out what I want to do with my career and then figuring out what I need to do to get ready for auditions for Redskins. So like I was in the gym, I was taking prep classes, I was traveling for job interviews. um, So that's why I decided to not do that last half of my senior year with the Maryland dance team but literally like if it wasn't for that year that what was it three months maybe that I was not dancing and not wearing the uniform but I was sitting there in the stands watching you know other girls like do what I wanted to do that hurts so bad but I think even to this day when I think about when I don't when I don't feel like eating right or I don't feel like, you know, practicing my dances, I think about, okay, well, do you want to sit in the stands? you want to watch, you know, other girls live your dream for you? Yeah. No, like, you you remember, like, just talking to myself, I'm like, you remember how bad that hurt? Like, do you want to do that again? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. All right, so get off your butt and do your work. Yeah. And, you're so, and that's that. when, like, taking it full circle, like, that's what I had to tell that girl. I was like, yeah, you sit here, you be mad. And remember how you feel right now? Yeah, because you're going to need that when because one day you're going to achieve your dream but it takes more than just achieving your dream you have to maintain your dream but you need to think about how you felt when like you didn't get what you wanted because there's going to be times where you're going to want to quit later on after you get your dream but you need to think about okay well do you want to feel the same feeling that you felt back in 2018 when you got cut no no the old time so I, I told her I was like girl yeah I was like girl soak in that frustration Remember it. Remember every second. Remember every emotion because you're going to need that. And next year when you make the team and you're feeling low or whatever, you need to think about it to how you felt frustrated and how bad you wanted this because that's going to be a fuel for your future. It's really important for people to hear that because they see you and think like, wow, she has it all. She's never struggled. Oh, you know? So it's important to hear those stories. Like you said, when you do reach your dream, sometimes heads can tend to swell. So you can also forget about your struggle in terms of how you got yeah. there. And so I think if you can humble yourself to remember what it took to get there, it helps you appreciate the experience yeah. there. not make those kind of mis- rookie mistakes where you're like, well, yeah, now I'm on it. You know, like you should have gave it to me the first time and then ruin your whole experience because you're right. That's not right. Stay humble. Yep. Yeah. So I, mean, I thought it was really powerful seeing that and just that you were vulnerable enough to share that in public because yeah. you, you know, you have quite yeah. a I mean, I was sensitive about that for a long time. Like, and getting cut for weight, like, as a woman, as a dancer, like, the aesthetics, like, that's, especially when you're young in college, I was 18, 19 years old. Like, that was a sensitive topic for me. And now, you know, it's been years. I've grown from it, I've learned from it. And I felt like, I, I think the girl that I was talking to, she was young too. And I felt like, it was just important to tell girls like, hey, it's okay that you don't get things the first time. It's okay that you don't get things the second time. 
And it's okay to feel bad about that. Like you, you don't have to be like, okay, well, maybe I'll try again next time. Like, yes, eventually you should get, eventually get to that point. But like, it's okay to be like, hey, like I worked hard for this and this kind of sucks. Yeah. You need to remember how that feels when, you know, you get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to humble yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Did you have a question? No, I just wanted to touch on that. That's like a lot of times you know, I don't think veterans will touch on that because it's kind of like, yeah. I don't want to talk about me. Yeah, I was about to say, right. Nobody needs to know. You and I have both experienced being cut and mm-hmm. we didn't make it back one year. And exactly like that sucks. It's, it's the worst like, I still am scarred, honestly. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it hurts. Yeah. You're definitely watching people live your dream out and you're like, it's, you want to be supportive and encouraging, but you're also like, man. Uh, yeah, it's definitely something that will propel you in one direction or the other. And you can sit in that funky space for a little bit, but then you got to climb your way out of it and mm-hmm. put your head down and work and just be your best self. And mm-hmm. I mean, I did have a little bit of slight chip where it was like, yo, this is the best I got. No, I still, I still fight through that too. Yeah. <laughs> it all worked out. Like if you only knew what that situation was preparing you from, you would have been perfectly okay with, okay, maybe I'll sit this season out because guess what? In four, in four years, like, you're going to be on the NFL field. Little do you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like, even in the days where I'm just like, you know what? We going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, like, you know, she gave you a really, that organization gave you a really big blessing and you should be thankful. And I am. Yeah. So, well, thanks you know. for sharing that with everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, have to just drop it like it's hot or something for part two. For part two, I know yeah. I want to. I want to so bad. Let's but drop it like it's hot, girl. It's our like lightning round questions. Oh yes. Yes. questions. oh yes, I'm doing it. I want to do it. I'm let's scared. Let's do you want to do it now? I'm scared. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do it. What personality trait has gotten you in the most trouble? Um, being unapologetic. <laughs> Being unapologetic, I think just like I'm a Scorpio, uh, that's my zodiac sign. So very, um, just like very strong energy, which is good and bad. I think just like even when I'm wrong, I'm still very strong, strong and wrong. So I think that again, good and bad things, but I think that um, it's something that I would like to work on is just being a little more uh, less passionate in some circumstances and being quick to say sorry or quick to acknowledge that you know I'm not I'm not right that's fine and that's okay that's the thing like that's okay yeah yeah very very strong Scorpio energy here <laughs> I am a Scorpio and can relate so oh, oh my I'm unapologetic about my stuff and I'm yeah. something I'm working on to this day there's just times where I'm just like you know what I'm a Scorpio that's just and not that you can tell you why am I like this yeah just can't help it okay change because <laughs> we can't okay anyway no we can uh what's your favorite emoji my favorite emoji is the it's like the three stars it's, i use it all the time it's like a kind of a sparkle but it's like the three yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like delicate like little <laughs> like send it to everyone and it's not like it's not too flirty it's not too dry like i can send it to my family to my friends just like send love it's a little magic it's just like magic i like it's magic. <laughs> I like the nail emoji like this, the this one too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Painted. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Who has it easier, men or women? With what? In general? <laughs> In general. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to say men. Easy. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. 
because I, I need to elaborate what that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could, but yeah. Yes, we could, but feelings might get hurt. You know? <laughs> because you are the social media queen, I'm very curious about this answer. Twitter or okay. Instagram? Oh, Twitter, hands down. Really? Hands down. Okay. I love Twitter. Twitter, first of all, I think that I love Instagram too, but Instagram is all about the aesthetic, like looking good, looking cool, like making sure your feed matches and things blend. And I feel like Twitter is like no rules, like anything can go, like people are so funny and so candid. And I think people are just more their true self on Twitter. I can scroll Twitter for hours. There's so many characters, interesting people on Twitter that say interesting things. So I am team Twitter over team Instagram, but I appreciate Instagram too, but you're really good on Twitter. You can delete my Instagram, but I want to be on Twitter till I'm 80 years old. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, what's your favorite Disney princess? I don't know. You know, like, I'm not a real big Disney girl. I'm like going through all of them and all of them. Obviously like I'm a big princess Tiana fan, like brown girl to brown girl. That's my girl. But I also like Mulan. I feel like Mulan is kind of badass. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm going to have to go with her. Okay. Is she, is she a princess? She is. She is. She is. Okay. okay. All she right. She's out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. She didn't really like depicted as a princess, but in my book, she's a queen. So I'm that's like Tiana with the frog. She was a frog half the damn movie. That's like Which I saw that and I didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, this this it's just not that good. It's not the same. Yeah. No. She was a frog. She was a green yeah. frog. Sorry. It was messed up. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> what is your spirit country and why? Spirit country. Yeah. Oh. I have a question from Lindsay that I'm like adopting whoa, for a little bit. Spirit country. Okay. Um Country, oof, jeez. <laughs> For example, Lindsay said France because she wants to drink wine and talk shit about people walking by. <laughs> that is a good one. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to say like <laughs> this is going to be super wrong. Let's go with the United States because they think everyone is obsessed with them. But really, <laughs> they have a lot of work to do on themselves. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> they try to put themselves on a pedestal, but really, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect. Kind of put on their their best facade, <laughs> make you think that they got it all together. Like we're good, and we totally do it. I'm the United States of America. <laughs> and you're decent. Don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do my best. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All right. If you could shop for free at one store, which one would you choose? Oh, so I'm really obsessed with this store called House CB. This is like boutique. Yeah, this boutique in London, the cutest clothes and the best quality. I can only like shop there like maybe twice a year because the clothes are so expensive. But I need, because everything on the store I want. And if I can wear it to bed, I will. But it's just so expensive and I can't, I can't. So House of CB. So House of CB, if y'all hear this podcast and y'all hear me, guess okay. what? I got a blue check now. I want to say blue <laughs> check. <laughs> Sponsored. House of yes, CB. please. I will get to smoke. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> you like hashtag ad. No. Hashtag ad, please. I would love to. I'll do it for free. <laughs> okay. If you were to be arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? Probably um, a traffic violation. 
<laughs> multiple, multiple. I'm like, I admittedly am a very bad driver. Even my car currently right now, like me, the, my brakes are shot, but <laughs> I'm still driving. My headlight is out. Like everything, everything wrong that could be wrong is, is going on right now. And I have actually gotten pulled over a few times. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm going to get it fixed tomorrow. I'm on the way to get it fixed now. <laughs> I'm totally not. So if they saw me hitting Dale, they'll probably be like, oh, like she probably ran a few red lights with the missing tail light and her brakes are rattling. So it's screeching from, you can hear it on the other side of Washington, D.C. So, <laughs> um, just being just a bad driver overall. But guess what? I never get into an accident, though. And again, not going with it, like I don't harm myself or others, but I will admit that, you know, I, I probably should go to driving school again. <laughs> driving school again I probably should yes but I'm to this day like I haven't hurt anyone and I haven't hurt myself not even an animal so that's good good. well the DMV especially you could there's deer I mean there's and it's the worst traffic probably it's got to be five so you get a pass on that one okay I'll take it (laughs) okay last one keep it go for it okay if you could live in any sitcom which one would it be Ooh. Does the office count? Does that count as a sitcom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes. I will want to be on the office. Just first of all, I'm obsessed with the office. I think it's timeless. Seen it multiple times. I can literally me and my boyfriend, we used to play this game where like I would throw out a number, like any number one to ten, and he would throw out a number, any number one to ten. I'll say like, oh three, and he'll say seven. So we'll go to season three, episode seven, and just watch random the office episodes. I'm a huge fan you know, from season one to season nine, I think. Loved it. So I would love to, I don't know if I can live up to the comedic expectations of everyone else in the office, but I would love to just be around that energy all day. That would be fun. That is my daughter's all-time, hands-down, favorite um, show. She's obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> likewise. Yeah. I tried it, and I've heard you got to get past the first season. Is that true? I, I love the first season. <laughs> I love every moment. I think it's so funny. It's yeah. I gotta try it again. The ones that Simona has watched, and I, like, it draws you in, and it's just so inappropriately funny. Yes. Like, it's, yeah. it's mind-blowing. I think, if anything, people say it falls off at the end because Steve Carell is not on it for, I think, the past, like, two or three seasons. So, like, obviously, like, you start to fall in love with him, and then, like, he leaves for the past, or the last two seasons, so, like, people are a little critical of that, but I still even thought they were still funny. It's different, but I still bet they were still funny. Yeah. I love it. Is that the over Let's make sure there wasn't one more good one. Real Housewives or Game of Thrones? Real Housewives? Sorry. Okay. Real Housewives. Here for the drama. You know we have Real Housewives of Potomac over here. Monique. Monique is married to Chris Samuels, who's a former Redskins player, former pro bowler. Had the opportunity of going on tour with him, and he's extremely nice guy we um we did a military tour I want to say two years ago maybe two years ago we went to uh the Netherlands Germany and another country and throughout we was there we was gone for like two weeks and he could not stop talking about how much he missed his wife and kids I 
It was so sweet. It was his first tour. We was like on a literally on the tour bus for like two weeks. He would be in the back and we just chilling. We're watching movies or whatever, going to the next city. He's just like, I just miss my wife. Like, and he's FaceTiming his kid. Like, he's FaceTiming his son. It was so cute. And so, like, to see them on a show and still, like, see how, like, they're obsessed with each other. I'm like, yeah, that's real. Like, I was, we was literally like, if you don't shut up about how much he miss right? <laughs> okay. Like, you know. He's pregnant right now. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love think how she pulled that prank on him. She acted yeah. like she was going into labor. And he was like, oh, like, freaking out. Oh. Yeah, they come to our events every now and then too. Beautiful couple. Like, I I love them both. Just, you know, she's super nice, very supportive of the cheerleaders. He's obviously, like, really special to the organization. So, yeah, I love seeing them on TV. Because I'm like, yeah, like, that's how they act. For real. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your favorite Real Housewives series? Uh, I I think so. Because, like, I like to see, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I go to that bar. I go to that restaurant. (laughs) And, like, sometimes, like, I'll be out and, like, I see them, obviously, like, not with cameras. But I'll see them just like hanging out for them. And I'm like, oh my God, like y'all really be out here. Like, really? <laughs> y'all go to the same spots that we go to. So it's just like, I like seeing like, my city on TV. Yeah. Yes, like that's literally, you know, where me and my girls go to on a Friday night too. Yeah. Well, we want to hang out with you next time. So just let us know. We'll make a whole weekend out of it and just like run around the city and be cute and have fun. Yes. I always feel like I'm partying with you guys when I watch everybody's story. Tell yeah. all the girls that we love them. I mean, I absolutely, do. I will. I will. We're so obsessed. So I can't wait to hear about all magazine. about the magazine release party. And man, yes. I can't wait to just thumb through it and get to know all of you beautiful, amazing women better. <laughs> I can't wait to you guys see it. I really can't. Ah, thank you guys so much. This was so yeah. much fun having oh, you know natural girl talk. Like y'all get it, so like it's easy. So yeah. thank you guys much anytime anytime seriously i feel like we're just we've known each other for forever yes i know i do like i'm like i feel like i'm just like on the phone with my girls you know what i mean like on facetime with my girls <laughs> really appreciate it we really don't do sleep. And yes get some sleep love have a good day at work tomorrow <laughs> bye bye